Welcome to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. I'm Dr. Carol Perlman, a psychologist, health coach, and married mom of two boys. I went from a frazzled mompreneur who hits snooze until the last possible moment to a vibrant business owner who jumps out of bed at 5 a.m. excited about my day. I once felt completely overwhelmed by my endless task list, but have learned how to work smarter, not harder, by studying health habits, mindset, and time management. I love to teach others how to implement top recommendations for health, happiness, and success. Yes, busy moms can learn how to stop picking at your kids' leftover food, create a daily exercise routine, and stay on top of the to-do list so you go to bed feeling fantastic about your day. Tune in each week as I share my best strategies for creating and sustaining daily habits for a healthy lifestyle and chat with other experts in the health and wellness industry. I'm your host, Dr. Carol Perlman. This is the Healthy Habits for Life show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. As I record this, it is Tuesday, May 24th. For many of us, (laughs) if you follow me on social media, you probably know what I'm going to say. For many of us, this is a really big day for one reason, which is that it is the night that the series finale of This Is Us is going to air. And if you have been a fan of this show, you will agree with me that this family, the Pearson family has taken on just epic, epic meaning to a lot of people. And the reason is that the the storylines that we have seen over the past six years have just been so relatable And the writers have done the most beautiful job um, sort of depicting some of the really powerful moments in life, both good and bad, you know, some really painful, painful struggles and challenges, and then some of the most beautiful moments. And it is a very emotional, heartfelt show. And some people actually have told me that it's too emotional. They can't even watch it because it's too emotional. But Others are uh, perhaps gluttons for punishment, and we have really enjoyed the ride um, of all these emotional ups and downs. And so we are bracing ourselves for a really powerful episode tonight as we say goodbye to this family and the show that we love so much. So in honor of that, although really it's a bit of a coincidence, but it's really not. um, What I wanted to talk about today was this powerful idea of the yin and yang of life. And I've been thinking a lot about this as we watched the last two episodes of This Is Us actually that have shown some really intense moments in life that many of us are going through these days as we say goodbye to some of the older people in our lives and sadly some of the younger people in our lives and also as just the world at large is going through so much right now I think it really has just struck a chord for me with this idea of the coexistence of yin and yang and I imagine that for those of you listening, it for many of you, it has also struck a chord with you. So I wanted to have a little chat about that today and dive into it and share some of my thoughts to see if they give you some ideas to think about and to chew on and mull over as you grapple with some of this, you know, the difficult reality of life. So I saw, I found a beautiful quote that was talking about this idea of yin and yang of life and the yin and yang of life. And it said that the yin and yang is meant to represent the idea that it is our goal to embrace the duality of both up and down 
in life, the good times and the bad and the joys and the challenges that coexist side by side. And there's actually another really beautiful uh, graphic that I have posted on my social media in the past that shows the yin and yang and how, you know, if one side, the yin is white and the black, the yang is, the yin on the left is white and the yang on the right is black. And then within each, there's also a smaller circle of the opposite color. And I really love the symbolism of that, which says that even in the good, there is some bad or some difficult. And even in the bad, there is always some good to be found. And that also really got me thinking when I came across that as well. And it speaks to the same theme. And, you know, when we think about the past couple of years, there has been so many there have just been so many challenges. Life has been so hard with COVID, with the politics in the world, with some of the global issues, now the crazy financial um, issues that we're facing and the turn in the economy and gas prices and war in Ukraine. And um, it just goes on and on and on. There are so many big, heavy things happening in the world right now. And if you really think about it, about these things, and if you watch the news, you know, nonstop, it can really get you down. And of course, we need to be aware, we need to be formed, be informed of what's going on in the world. And we want to think about the action that we want to take to do our part in making the world a better place. But what I'm finding is that we also really need to find a balance in that, and I talk about this all the time, that it actually can be more destructive to watch the news over and over again can actually be more destructive. And so the goal is really to find this, this sweet spot place where you are watching and reading enough to be informed, but not overexposing yourself to the same content and images um, so that it really actually serves to, to traumatize you and paralyze you from actually taking the actions that you need to take. So that's just a little side note. That's not the point of today's um, episode. But in this world that has so many challenges, it would be easy to get down. And there are many people who are struggling right now with things like depression and anxiety. And I want to talk about the opportunity that we have to be really intentional about where we put our focus. And so, yes, some of our time we need to put our focus on the negative. We need to face it and we need to be aware of it. But we also have the opportunity to choose to look for what is good and what brings us joy. And if you think about any given day, the 24 hours in any given day, even some of the hardest days of your life, they may have been so difficult. And yet, if you look for it, there is always something good that you can find. And it's actually really healthy to make that conscious effort to draw your attention to that and allow yourself to feel it and take it all in sort of related to a gratitude practice, which is something that you've heard me talk about on the pad podcast, going back to, um, you know, one of my first episodes on the Miracle Morning, which I replayed, I think it was maybe two weeks ago. If you haven't heard that, you can back up a few episodes, but the Miracle Morning is a practice that I believe in so strongly. And the idea is that you wake up a little bit earlier than you need to so that you can create some time to do a few exercises that are going to help you set your mindset in a positive place and where you want it to be throughout the day and also your body. Tend to your body, move your body, do some exercise so that physically you are setting your body up to feel how you want it to feel. And then also experiencing some quiet and some silence and practicing that, that ability to tolerate it and be okay with it and find the beauty and the calm in it. And so 
everybody's miracle morning, as you've heard me say, everybody's miracle morning can look different. There's no one right way to do it. But for me, one of the really big parts of my daily practice is spending some time with a journal and focusing on gratitude. And there are different ways of doing this. There are, if you're just getting started, some people find it's helpful to use a journal that has prompts that will kind of guide you to think about different parts of your life and different experiences that you may have had or may be having for which you can be grateful. Um, and those are, those are great. And again, some people really like the, the structure of having the prompts. For me, I just like to use a blank notebook um, and take a blank page. And I just think about the different parts of my life and, and write down all the things that I'm grateful for. And a lot of times it's the same thing that I'm writing over and over again, because these same things are so, so important to me. And it's really important that they register as, as being part of my life and that I allow myself to experience that gratitude. And I have found that to be such an incredible anchor for my day to start off thinking about these things that you might not otherwise life is so busy and we, you know, so many of us go from one moment, one moment to the next, just kind of running around, taking care of all the different things we have to. So once your day gets going, we don't always pause and, and really take in the good that is happening and the things that we are fortunate for and, and what is making our life wonderful, even during the hard times. And so the morning is a really nice time to do that where, um, where you, I was, I was going to say where it's quiet for some households, it may not be quiet but you can create the quiet. And sometimes that's the benefit of waking up a little bit earlier. I call it, uh, well, I used to call it when my kids were younger, it was the race to get up before anyone else in the household did. So I could create that quiet time. Now, fortunately, my kids are older. And so I can still create that quiet, even if they are awake and I can just go to a corner of the house and, and spend some time with my journals and spend some time really cultivating gratitude. It's in there. It's in there for all of us. But that's why I chose that word cultivate. We have to really tend to it and draw it out so that we can think about it and feel it and experience it and then benefit from all of that. And so I find that to be a really powerful practice. If you are not doing that yet, I really want to encourage you to get started because it can really have such an impact on how you feel day in and day out doesn't have to be overwhelming. You can start really small, just like anything else. Start really small by just waking up. Maybe it's just five minutes earlier than you normally need to or normally are used to. Find a quiet place to sit down and just start by writing three things for which you are grateful. And it can be the tiniest little thing uh, or something, you know, something more significant. There's no right or wrong. It's just whatever comes to mind, just write that down and, and just start with three. You may find that each day that's a good number for you. You just want to think about three or you might find that you want to go on and think about as many things as you can. Or like I said, you might like some of those journals with prompts. So it, it kind of guides you to think about things that you might not have otherwise. So that is a really great way to anchor yourself in this yin and yang. No matter what's going on in your day, no matter what challenges you face, there are always things to be grateful for. And this is a way that you can cultivate that feeling and you can draw your awareness to it and use that to offset some of the challenges that you may be going through. And, you know, I know for me, when I think about the past several months, it's really been a wild, wild roller coaster. You know, even going back to the winter when Omicron first, uh, you know, was circulate, circulating, COVID was everywhere. My whole family went down and it was in my house for seven weeks. It was a really, really difficult, difficult period of time that seemed to go on and on and on. 
But then, um, like most things, it did come to an end and it was followed by a period of incredible happiness. And we had a lot of really joyous occasions in my family. We had my son's bar mitzvah. Uh, I had my big birthday. We had a family trip with my extended family. We had a great birthday celebration for me with all my family. And then my own little family of four took a trip to Florida um, that was really and truly wonderful. So this really difficult winter was followed by a truly wonderful, wonderful period of time. And then I got COVID and, um, you know, and then I dealt with another really, really difficult period of time that really lasted a good four weeks until I truly started to feel like myself again. And I tell you all of this to just point out that, you know, it can be so frustrating when you're in the middle of these downturns. And I know I have these thoughts all the time. I was so mad, you know, the streak was broken, things were going so well, and I was really flying so high from these wonderful events that had happened. And I was just so mad that all of that was kind of crushed and, and even a little bit tainted by the fact that I was so sick and just felt so terrible and was so discouraged. And as I started to come out of that, that's when I was really drawing my, my attention to this yin yang idea. And that's when this is us was, was airing these really powerful final episodes. And it really and truly helped me put some perspective on this roller coaster, this emotional roller coaster that I've been on for the past um, five or six months, which I know so many of you have as well. And if we even take a step further back, even in the backdrop of all this, we again, like I mentioned at the beginning, we have these really big global challenges that that have not had breaks um, necessarily. You know, the, the ups and downs. There have just been a lot of downs. There are these really big challenges that are in the background that they're in the background of our mind, they're in the background of our emotional state, they're in the collective background of, of, um, of all of us. And it's just there, but it's just so interesting to me that that can be the case that you can have this collective hardship in the background and you can have the more immediate ups and downs in your personal day-to-day life. And that, we can really recognize that you can have the ups, even with this difficult backdrop. And then even with the day-to-day downs, they do cycle up and there can be good times as well. And it reminds me of another one of my favorite expressions. Some of you may see, and you may have noticed if you follow my business and follow me on social media, that you'll see the arrow is in a lot of my logos and it's in a lot of the graphics that I use. And it's a symbol that I have really come to love because of an explanation that I heard a while ago that really, really struck a chord for me. And the idea is that the arrow is really unique and that the arrow needs to be pulled back before it can be propelled forward. And that's a unique feature of an arrow. And I just really loved that metaphor for life that sometimes you have to be really pulled back into a hardship or uh, a period of time where you're working really hard in order to spring forward into whether it's the the benefit or the the payoff from that hard work or just for things to change and for you to get relief from the hard time and move forward into better times. And so like the yin and yang, I really like that metaphor of the arrow, how it really just shows us that they coexist, that the good and the bad and the easy and the hard, they coexist. They are always there together. And in part, we have to accept that and not feel so discouraged by it and really just embrace it as a fact of life. 
Yet at the same time, we have opportunities to draw more focus and more attention to the good and lift our spirits by doing that day in and day out. Part of that can be through the gratitude practice that I was um, discussing and walking you through before, but there are many other ways to do that as well. It can be um, by just really being intentional about how you're conducting your day. And as you look at your day-to-day obligations, of course, they're things we can't necessarily control. Our kids have to go to school. We have to work. Things we have to do, there are tasks we have to do. But we all have some level of discretionary time where you get to decide what you're going to fit into that. And so you have the opportunity to cultivate joy and cultivate fun and cultivate relaxation and cultivate connection. And all of those things are so important and they will help to offset the challenges. So be intentional and seek that out. Create the opportunities to spend time with family, to spend time with friends, to meet new people if that's something that makes you happy, to spend time doing creative projects, whatever they might be for you. Creativity is connected to such a powerful center of joy in our brains and can be such a great way to offset some of the negative and difficult feelings. So intentionally create the time for doing creative activities because they are going to make you feel better. It might be art. It might be music. It might be creating art and music, or it might be looking at art or listening to music. Uh, Feeling the connection, making the time to get together with people, to talk to people, even if it's just texting with people and staying connected and feeling the the positive feelings that you get from, from these interpersonal connections and physical activity. And, you know, that all that is also important and is a way to cultivate joy and positivity, a sense of mastery, fun. So those are things that you can intentionally create the time for put into your schedule and make them part of your life. And you give yourself the gift of the positive feelings that come along with it. So I hope I've given you some ideas to think about. Number one is just this broader picture of the yin and yang duality in life and how we have the opportunity to face it and embrace it rather than fight it and feel so discouraged about it and kind of understand that it's just a fact of life. And how we have to, you know, sometimes we can't avoid um, dealing with some of the hardships and we want to be informed about the hard realities that are going on in our world. But we also can be very intentional about cultivating the positive, seeing the positive that is there in our life and really drawing attention to that and maximizing that to help us get through the hardships. As always, I would love to know what kinds of ideas this conversation sparks for you and if it makes you think about how you might conduct your day differently or things that you might want to add into your day. I would love to hear about that. So find me on social media, send me an email. All my contact information is in the show notes. And thank you so much for listening. And I'll be back with another episode next week. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Healthy Habits for Life. If you love today's episode, please follow me on iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. These are so important and will enable others like you to find this podcast. Also, please share this podcast with your friends you know would also love it so we can get the word out. Thanks again for joining me. Until next week.